toasted two pieces of cheese bread, and then I spread a nice, generous layer of butter across the top, right as they came out of the toaster, so they melted immediately. And boy, oh boy, did it ever taste good going down the hatch. Oh, that does sound delicious. Now, was it like cheese bread, like like a loaf with slices? Cheese yeah, bread? Yeah, it's like a sliced loaf of cheese bread. Oh, I've honestly never had that. I've had cheese buns. I've seen the loaf of cheese bread at Superstore, but I've never, I never bought it. You should. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I should. Well, welcome to episode ninety-nine of Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where we just keep going, no matter what. And uh, even when Isaac has to eat some cheese bread, we just keep going. And I'm, I'm glad that you're here. I just got to say it. I'm glad you're here, buddy. I'm not I'm here. Grateful. Well, we're we're talking. I'm glad that we're talking together. Okay, is that a fucking is that okay with you? It's better. It's it, it's less stressful than yesterday's meetup. Yeah, we did meet last night, and that's probably why we're not meeting tonight. Because then we're meeting again later this week, too. But we met last night because uh, we we were all stressed about our hockey teams. Not not real hockey, mind you. We didn't like meet a, because we were stressed. We met. In order to pick our teams for fantasy which w- hockey. Which was stressful. Indeed. <laughs> fantasy. You know, and it's so funny because fantasy hockey or football or whatever, any fantasy sports, I guess, are so important to the people playing them, but no one else gives a fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's also very true. <laughs> like like if people are like, oh, dude, in my fantasy league, I did, I do this. I'm like, that's ah, not my league. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. hundred <laughs> percent. Like guys are talking about fantasy football and I'm like, dude, shut up. Just, yeah, that's it. Right. Justin at work is on like two and he's in, well, he's actually like a good fantasy player and they like, they, okay. Their leagues are crazy. He's in, he's in one that's kind of like ours where it's just every year. I think that's like his family. And then he's in another one with his buddies and they, like I'm, I'm intrigued by what they do, but I don't think we could do it. They like, they keep their teams, and their team like it's like a long term. Like they're it's like NHL GMs, and they draft new players, um, like entry draft kind of shit. Like, and they like rookies, you mean rookies? Sorry, yeah, they they do that kind of shit every year, and and they they build the same team. So like a trade to them is like a big big deal. It's like a full keeper. Like your whole team is a keeper team. I'm interested. Would you be that? That yeah. doesn't, dude. I nerd out over our league, and our league is pretty straightforward. Imagine if there was more things you could do. See, but for me, I'm like that's too. What's way too much? Because if for and here's my reason: if if I have a shit team for a year, it's only a year, and I could fix it the next season. If you have a shit team and you're keeping them forever, you gotta fuck like you gotta work your Essentially, it's going to take you years to get better. Well, maybe not always, not always, but depending on the trades you get and whatever. But I feel like it'd be great for me. I'm 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 heavy on the manager skill and light on the actual like I should I don't know I wouldn't say player knowledge. Like I know a decent amount of the players, but like I feel I feel like our league the way it's set up <clears throat> is much more based on like making sure you're managing is you're keeping up on your setting your rosters, working on your pickups and your drops and looking at who's playing matchups, that kind of thing. If it was like even more intense, like you had to think about long-term shit, 
that like draft picks and 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 rookies and development it would be pretty intense i think i'd be into it i yeah i i'm i'm out at that point just saying it's not not for me definitely couldn't do it i'll uh, call dan then yeah dan, dan might be in who knows um i don't know well i don't yeah i don't there's a lot of people i don't i know wouldn't even be wouldn't be into that obviously there's a lot of people who would be yeah. but uh anyway we're uh we did it we drafted we have our teams and I guess we'll see how the year turns out. Are you excited? Hockey, yeah, I'm hockey. Excited. I'm excited for hockey to come back. I think it's uh, you. You you said it what three years ago before I joined? Four years ago? I can't remember. You said, "Oh, dude, you should join because it makes hockey that much more fun." Because you yeah. you kind of gave up on hockey for a long time, and then well, I wouldn't say I gave up on hockey. I just had such a I just had such a intense experience with hockey as a kid growing up. Not in a bad way necessarily, but it was just I was very saturated because I played it all the time. I was training all the time. Like it was usually like four or five days a week as far as I remember, um, summers and winters. Uh, and then I came out and played college hockey. And after I stopped playing college hockey, I was kind of like, eh, I'm, uh, I was kind of over it for a little bit. I just – the NHL – had gone through some changes and I kind of lost interest for a little while and I just took a little break, let's call it. And then, uh, yeah, fantasy hockey was, I shouldn't like, I still liked, I still watched a little bit of hockey. I still paid attention. It wasn't like I totally tuned out. I just kind of took a break from like really being invested in it. Um, and then I got invited to the fantasy league and I played my first season and it just totally got me right back on board it forces you i shouldn't say forces you but it encourages you to like watch more hockey and keep an eye on more players not just the players from the team that you like um yeah that's true it just got me way more like interested in 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 looking at hockey from a you know with a different lens like you know just having a wider perspective a wider scope on on hockey itself and 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 i enjoyed it it was a nice transition for me i agree i i think that that's that's one of the fun parts is that I actually enjoy, like I've always enjoyed watching hockey. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I did not enjoy watching hockey when I was a kid or a teenager or even like a young adult. But like when I was like 21 and I started smoking weed and Joel was like, Daryl, dude, like just get high with me. And let's watch a game. You're going to love it. And then I did. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is actually fun. Like these guys are awesome. And so it was, it was, it was fun to watch, but I didn't care about the players. I didn't know much. I was in sales forever. So I had to bullshit my way through conversations. People like, Oh man, Robin Regeer. And, and I'm just naming the three players. I knew uh, Robin Regeer, Giordano and Ginla. They're so important to, to Calgary. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, yep, a hundred percent. Oh, what's, Oh yeah. And we got uh Kiprasov. He's a pretty big deal. And, and, and I just, I didn't know much at all. And I would just bullshit my way through and repeat what people said. Now I actually have, I could have an actual conversation with people about hockey because I'm the nerd who looks up the stats and is following the players and seeing who's doing what on which teams. And I'm not that I'm not like a fucking, I couldn't do a hockey podcast. I could barely make it through one episode or even 10 minutes of an episode, but I could still bullshit my way through a conversation way better now than I used to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact, I actually was in a class with Robin Regeer. The the Robin Regeer? Yes, the hockey what? player, the former Calgary Flame, Robin Regeer. 
Like, what do you mean a class? Um, oh, like after he retired? Yes, he was retired, and I took a I took H two S Alive a supplementary class for like working in the oil field, and yeah. also just in case you have to work around H two S. Yeah, you, it's a good thing to have. Um, and Robin Regeer was in the, Regeer was in the class, and then I learned after the fact that he owned his own. I can't remember if it was like an equipment rental company or something, but he owned some sort of company that had to do with dealings with the oil field. Um, so he was getting H2S alive. So there you go. That is random. Did you talk to him? Was he the no, cool kid in class? I, well, it was actually kind of awkward because the instructor kept on referring to him. Like he would say something and he'd be like, <laughs> right, Rob. And it was like, at first, I was like, oh, they must be buddies. And then I quickly realized, based on Robin Regeer's reactions, that the teacher was just <laughs> like a big fan and was referring to him as if they had known each other for years, like they were old college buddies, which they weren't. So yeah. was, I felt kind of bad. Like, you know, the guy's there just to, to take this course and learn and get certified. And he's got to deal with an instructor who keeps on like singling him out and shit awkwardly. It was, I don't know. It was nice. Took the attention away from. Me, I don't like being in any way, shape, or form the attention getter from a class like that. So, did he? Uh, did he make him fucking, um, like answer all the? Did he ask him every time there was a question? Was he like, "So, what do you think, Rob?" Like, like did he did he call on him every time? Not every time, but he definitely called on him, like apparently more times than he should have. Well, there you go, Bluefield yeah. Blue Line Oil Field Rentals. Um, management. There you go, Robin Blue Regeer. Line, because he because he was a defenseman. That's that's funny. That's that's clever. It is clever. Uh, do you, do you think he uh, did a lot of the running of the business, or do you think he did a lot of the financing of the business at the beginning? Um, no, I think based on like what I heard, it sounds like he was like very invested in in making sure that the company was well run, and he was, as far as I know, heavily involved with the the day-to-day stuff with the with the company so nice good for him. And, and little did everyone else know this is a plug um check out blue line um the, <laughs> <laughs> code code ginger and the queef um perfect everyone <laughs> that's a yes that's a, we're totally affiliated with robin your gears company nope not even one bit I, don't you just wish we had a sponsor just one like we I'm don't sure we have any I'm sure we could find some shitty company that would be interested in sponsoring us or at least like letting us plug them for no for free value at all. Yeah. We plug we plug lots of shit for free. Like True. um yeah. that that one pizza place Papa John's or whatever that you went to that one time. <laughs> <laughs> I love Papa John's pizza. They sell pepperoncinis with every pizza. It's uh it's local. It's a local company. So <laughs> that's... super local. No, it wasn't No, it wasn't Papa John's. It was Papa Murphy's fuckboy. Still, Papa Murphy, same thing. It's a chain. Yeah, I didn't um, know. I know. That was, first, I, that was the, literally the, that, <laughs> when I had that pizza. That was the first time I ever had or heard of Papa Murphy's pizza in my entire life. And I thought they were just like some fucking dick who was like, Papa John's? Fuck you. Move over, <laughs> bud. It's Papa Murphy's now. You're in my world, Grandma. That's fucking funny. I loved I loved that. We've had some fun on this show, I got to say. like We have. Like I'm just looking at our at our list here. Where's episode 99? I figure we might as well reminisce just a little bit. You not not crazy, but teeny tiny. But it's kind of cool that we've done that we've done 99 episodes. I've missed two, three. You've missed two or three, and that's about it. Besides that, 
there's never been one without either of us, right? That's true. Which That's would true. be very weird. Who would do it? We should like if, do it. We should if, do it. Why not? Let's take have, a week off. Have guest host. Who would yeah. host it? Who would you? Um, who would you pick? Who would you call on to do that? Oh man. Um, well, I feel like our obvious choices would be our frequented guests. Dan Taylor. I'd call Kevin actually. I was gonna say Kevin for sure because he's, he's he's got his own podcast. Well, and he's just good at it, like really good at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say Dan, Dan Taylor, Kevin, one of the three. Well, and I and I love Dan. I love Taylor. I think Dan would be a bit. I think I don't know where he'd go with it, if especially if he was by himself. Um, I think, and and again, there might be two or three people, and that'd be kind of fun too. If if those three guys did it together, that'd be fucking awesome. But if yeah. Dan did it by himself, it'd be I don't know where he'd go with it. it might go down with some weird rabbit holes. If Taylor so did it by himself, in no way. This is in no way financial advice. But no. Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, and we're going to talk about stocks. We're going to talk about fucking. <laughs> this is in. I'm just getting Dan. I'm just and this is Dan. this is in no way plugging or being a dick to Taylor. But if Taylor did an episode all by himself, it'd probably be pretty awkward. Yeah, he'd be like, "Hi, I'm Taylor, <laughs> and I'm hosting Ginger and the Beef with my co-host Traphorn." I'm dying over here. I need my fucking inhaler, but it's upstairs. Why do you need your inhaler? Why well, did I say I was, inhaler weird? I don't know, but it was because I was sick last week, and because I've been asthmatic my whole life, when I get sick, I just get this lingering fucking in chest congestion. You were you even, were fucking you were fucking vaping yesterday, Daryl. Well, yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. Vaping's the devil. It's uh, it's better than cigarettes. Hundred percent. I also yeah. I learned something. I learned something fun about vaping. You look so you know like how, an absolute tool when you do it. A hundred percent. Like <laughs> yeah. in no way, shape, or form is it any any anywhere near aesthetically pleasing to anyone. But anyways, yeah. um, I learned that. Do you know how people like always? They're always like, "Oh, vaping fucking get popcorn along. You're gonna fucking die. Things is worse than smoking cigarettes." I learned it is not worse. Whole, well, that whole stigma of the popcorn lung of the that kills people. It, you're gonna get horrible, whatever. That was actually originally what happened was there was and then Joe Rogan, I think, is I listened to an ep- or part of an episode of his. Um, apparently, it was a string of tainted um, vape juice that was also THC vape juice, Ooh. and that specific batch was unclean in some way, shape, or form, and it caused uh, like four or five deaths. And that's what people were basing their their statistics off of. So, fuck you, man. Vaping's not as bad as people try to say it, that it is. And it still looks like shit, but it's better than smoking cigarettes. Uh, yeah. Well, there's no, there's no fucking... Obviously, it's better than cigarettes. I looked... Uh, I watched a, a, a video, a guy on Instagram, just, you know, doing the whole scroll thing, just sitting there fucking twiddling my thumbs mm. on my screen. It's and called doom scroll. Doom's doing a fucking doom scroll and this guy he was like he had long hair and he was sitting there with his fucking aviators on and he on you just you know this guy he thought he was the fucking shit and he's sitting there and he just like he has something whatever important to say i i obviously can't remember what he said but he like specifically said like half of it took a drag of his cigarette and made sure that he like pushed it out of his mouth enough that he sucked all the smoke back in you know, everyone does that, but he did yeah, it yeah. in a in a showboaty way. 
And I just went, fuck, that doesn't even, like, that doesn't look cool. Like, guys like that make it look fucking stupid. No, there's a lot of people smoking cigarettes that make it look cool. Like, when I first the, when I first started watching Sons of Anarchy fucking, years ago. Fucking Brad Pitt. I don't know. Does Brad Pitt look, make smoking look good? I, I would say so. What movies? I'm, tra- I'm trying to think of him smoking in a movie. <clears throat> Didn't he That's- smoke in Fight Club? Maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember him smoking in a movie that like that I can remember. Yeah, ninety nine percent sure he smoked in Fight Club. Probably he's probably smoked in lots of movies. Um, yeah, but but like watching. Um, yeah, he smoked in. Jack smoked in fucking uh, Inglorious Bastards. He smoked in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Pretty sure. Oh yeah, there you go. But when I watched Sons of Anarchy, I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna have a cigarette right now." Because Jax Teller was doing it. And I watched Mad Men and I'm like, fuck, I want a cigarette. These guys are fucking cool. And uh, there's some movies, there's certain people, and I'm tr- I'm blanking on who, but there's there's a lot of people that just look good smoking in a movie. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that shit's wicked. It's not, but those guys make it look cool. But <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true, though. There's definitely movies that I like. I watched a ton of as a as a developing young adult. Johnny Depp can smoke. Yeah, movies. it just reinforced my like want to smoke because I just enjoy. I actually just genuinely enjoy smoking. I don't enjoy cigarettes, but they're yeah. the purest form of smoking. Not in like a chemical sense, because obviously that's not true. But just in like the sense of like you're having a smoke, having a, an actual cigarette is very is highly enjoyable for me. That's why I've dealt with it for so long. Um, but like, you know, the cigarette taste, smoke, just stinky, your fingers, your fucking mustache. It's not, it's an oh. unpleasant experience for everyone around you, including yourself. Well, and I got to the point where like, especially like the last year after, well, I, once Marshall was old enough, I got to the point where, and and knock on wood, not knock, knock on wood. That doesn't make sense. But fuck, good, smart, good, good job. Good job by but us. Fuck. But Fuck. Um, we never smoked in front of Marshall. He never saw us smoking. Um, yeah. so we were pretty good about that and we just, we just didn't want that him to ever see it. Um, but it's kind of funny when you think of, of how, when we were younger, we would just go outside, smoke, go inside and sit down now, or, or as an adult old as an older adult, we would fucking, at least us, we're crazy. We would, we would have a smoking glove. That we would keep in the pocket so that you'd smoke with the glove on, and then you come inside, you take the glove off. You'd have a smoking hoodie. You'd take the hoodie off. And then when you went inside, you'd go wash your face and brush your teeth, and you didn't smell cigarettes anymore. It's kind of fucking stupid. Yeah, Michelle, it's pretty stupid. Michelle just walked in the room, and she's laughing at me because <laughs> because she's like, Oh, Daryl. Yep. I, I also figured out my top Brad Pitt smoking movie. What is it? Fury. Oh, I need to watch that again. It's yeah. been some time since it's I've seen Fury. Good. Did you, Did you know that Shia LaBeouf still calls Brad Pitt top? Really? Like that's that's just what he calls him, I guess. Since filming Fury, he calls him top. He probably doesn't know his real name. He probably he probably thinks that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, he doesn't. Or he's still in he's still in character. Bro. He's still he's still a character. Hasn't fucking bathed in six years. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a face anymore. Is that how old that is? I don't fucking know. Oh. 20. Let me guess. Let me just guess. I'd say Fury came out in 2018. 
We'll look it up. I'm, I'm curious. Looking. Okay. He's looking, everybody. I think I'm going to say, before you get there, I am going to say, you're probably right. I'll say 2017 just for shits and giggles. Okay. I'm almost there. All right. Well, Fury, for those oh, of you who don't buddy, know, is the tank we not, movie. We were not even close. 2014? 2014. Mm. Okay. I did not, not realize that movie was that old. <clears throat> I didn't either. It's been, I didn't think it was that I guess, though, Logan Lerman was still like a kid. He was like 20 years old when that came out. Kind of, sort of, not really. But I, I, you know how old that movie is? That movie is, is older than I've been with my wife. I didn't met my wife in 2015. Really? That's, cr- that's crazy to me. I did not know that movie came out that long ago. Wow. That is actually kind of nuts. Yeah. That's, that's how you start to judge things. I'm like, I, I met my wife at December 1st, 2011, and I'm like, fuck. I, I remember that day. Happened. Oh, I do too. That yeah, was awesome. Um, that was a good day. It was a great day. Yeah. Uh, my my nephew was born. So here's to you, nephew. Reich, good job, buddy. Way to be born. Way to help me pay, way to, use, use the pickup line. Way to come out come out of a vagina. Way, way to come out of your mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you had a lot to do with it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so... So episode 99, sorry, I'm coming back to this. Uh, There's something I need to mention first. Did you know that there's also a very other special number to mention right now? Uh, Episode, or not episode, but just the number 34, which is the number of brackets we've done. It's also the number of times. No, (laughs) I wish. It's also the number of times that we've had guests on, which isn't true either. (laughs) It's also it's also the number of times we've used a different outro song. Not true. Not true. <laughs> but no. thirty four is what's so special about number nine number thirty four, Daryl? Number thirty four is how old you turn tomorrow, you old fuck. You And by tomorrow you mean October sixth. Which is tomorrow. Oh, sorry, yeah, yesterday. But when this episode comes out, it's gonna be yesterday. That will be yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's your birthday yesterday, and it's uh, Marshall's birthday tomorrow. On this, according to when this comes out, Daryl, do you want to hear? Thank you for bringing that up. By the way, you're welcome. I'm just skipping right over it because you know how I feel about birthdays. You um, love him. He loves everyone. <laughs> send him a message. He loves DMs um, mm-hmm. that say "Happy Birthday, Isaac," and he also loves dick pics. To say yes, yeah, tons, yep. Anyway, go, continue. Go on. Um, I want to just recite to you an old Chinese proverb. Okay. <clears throat> it goes as, as follows. If you wish to live to the age of 99, please walk 100 steps after each meal. Is that actually an old Chinese proverb? Apparently. That's awesome. <laughs> and, it says, so, so. And, it's, and it says 99. Yeah, I just ninety nine. It's so cool. I, okay, I got it. It's just it's, it's obvious, right? The episode I was gonna, I wasn't gonna call it the great one, and then I'm like, I gotta call it the great one. Um, but for sure, ninety nine. Do you? Obviously, we've met. We mentioned last week. I think Aaron Judge, number ninety nine. He's now had, isn't it sixty two home runs now that he has the record now? He now holds the, and this is controversial amongst some people, but he holds the record for most home runs in a single season in the American League 
Oh, the yeah, National yeah. League is held by Barry Bonds. But he's a juicer. But Barry Bonds was a known juicer. Also, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire had more than 62 home runs, but they were also known to have been cheaters with cork bats and steroids. So, in my opinion, my I'm I'm very I don't I'm I'm lacking the words right now for what I'm trying like the there's a good phrase but I'm I, I'm it's escaping me but um, purity there it is the purity of baseball to me I think 62 is now as much as I hate the Yankees but I think 62 now is truly the Ameri- the the baseball record for the M- MLB season. record I I agree with that I think it's. Uh, yeah. I think and and like you said, I mean, you said this to me. Maybe it was on the episode. I I don't fucking know. But you said that now they actually test fairly uh, like all the time, and it's this is he's not on steroids and that kind of thing. So you know it's a legitimate um, record. So I think that that's that's huge. Apparently, the guy who caught the ball has been offered a couple million bucks for it from two from two people. mil. Apparently, yeah, two million from a yeah. from a. Um, memorabilia shop. Oh, there you go. And they're going to turn around and try to sell it for like 10. Yep. Or just have the bragging rights of having that ball. Now, if you, okay, just right while we're on the subject, if you were there, you caught that ball, would you keep it? Would you sell it? Or would you give it to Aaron Judge? I would, uh, the only way that I would, that I would part with it is if I, if Aaron Judge bought it from me. Is that is that selfish? A little bit, but oh, I don't how care. much? How much would you ask for? Oh. If he offered, if he offered you five or ten k for it, would you do it, or would it have to be like? Nah, I think because it, I'm such a because I'm such a big baseball fan, the fact that I would be holding on to baseball history, it would have to it would have to be a high number. I think it would have to okay. be in the million plus. It would have to be a million or more. I think to get rid of it to be a it would have to be a life changing amount of money for me to get to get rid of something of that value i think and okay. it would have to be to aaron judge because i wouldn't i wouldn't sell it to a fucking memorabilia guy like that yeah so uh, to a collector fucking <laughs> those guys i would i i honestly think that there's part of me who would want to just give it to the guy um i probably well, feel different in that situation but right but yeah, now you're literally holding your with that ball, Daryl, you're holding basically you, like you said, somebody's already offered $2 million. So essentially a life changing ball. ball. Yes. But yeah. that's, but if you just decide, Oh, I'm just going to, I can sell this and it'll change my life. Yeah. Like financially. Um, yeah, or would, you keep it and you have baseball history for the rest of your life. I would, I would be torn for either way, but you know, like I said, that's why it would have to be a high number and it'd have to be for a good reason. Like I wouldn't, I would want Aaron Judge to have it if he if he wanted to pay for it because the guy's a fucking multi millionaire anyway. So what's a couple million dollars to him? Would you, would you reach out to him and be like, "Hey, bro, what?" I would uh, probably have I would probably have my people reach out to his people. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Well, I'll have my my I'll have my people call your people. We'll we'll figure this out. Um. So yeah, Aaron Judge, he's number ninety nine. Do you think? Obviously, for us, we're Canadians. We are always, and we know hockey, we always go 99. That's Gretzky. Do you think 99 is resonated the same for people who don't necessarily follow hockey? Like, do you think Aaron Judge picked 99 because he likes Wayne Gretzky or because of anything that to do with that? I'm just, I I'm just curious. I don't know why Aaron Judge chose 99. Chose 99. I think that 
out of the 99s in the world. Um, I looked it up. There's a lot of NFL players that was, and a couple MLB players. That was really it. Yeah. No, I think truly the, um, the Mac daddy of 99 is Gretzky because I've heard many times people use the phrase, you know, if somebody says, Oh, so-and-so is really, really good at, at fucking volleyball. And they're like, Oh really? Like how good? And they're like, he's like, I don't know. He's like the Wayne the Gretzky, Gretzky of volleyball. Yeah. And it's almost yeah. like he's the reference point for greatness. He was, it's just that he was so far ahead. Like sure. There's like players from sports that have records in this, or they're the all time leader in this, whatever. But if you actually break down like Wayne's Wayne Gretzky's uh, numbers, like his records that he holds, it's insane. Like even what the last one that I heard, even if Wayne Gretzky scored zero goals in his entire career, he would still be the leading point scorer in NHL history. Yeah, I've heard that. Or something to some similar that. That's fucked. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like the guy has he has I think he has double the amount of assists as the second place all time holder of points. It's fucking wild. The guy was just absolutely beyond anybody at that his caliber of hockey and i don't i honestly don't think anybody's ever going to touch his all-time point record it's just not going to happen you'd ha- like there was he had seasons where he had over 200 points i can't he had multiple seasons where he had scored over 200 points now if you get over 100, 100 points, you're you're elite elite and if you get 120 you're like elite elite so the fact that he had multiple 200 point seasons and yes obviously hockey's evolved since he was in it but you got to think about at the same time, he was using the same equipment at those, you know, fucking clubs were, were using when he was playing. Like he was using a wood stick or an aluminum stick with a wood blade. He was using bunk ass gloves and bunk ass skates. The dude just could fucking flat out play hockey, obviously. So I don't know. I think, yeah, no, it might be different if he played against guys now, but I think he'd still be an elite player if he was in his prime, his prime inserted into today's hockey with today's technology. I think he'd still be an elite player. Absolutely. Yeah. Holy, I just pulled up some of his stats. Fucking most goals. Gnarly. Most goals ever. 894. Um, I don't know where people are at on that list right now. Um, like who's who's the next closest now that's playing now? Ovechkin? Probably Ovechkin. Um, um of who's of who's still in the for, league. For for goals? Yeah. Total just for, to, for total who's goals. Like an active player? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think, I think it's a hundred percent. It's Ovechkin for active players, but the most I want to say the second most goals in NHL history, I think, is Gordy. Gordy Howe. Yeah, it's Gordy. He's got eight oh one. I got it. It's it's chosen on go. here. So most goals in one season, and he did this um in nineteen ninety two. Sorry, in in eighty one, he scored. Oh no, he did this two years in a row. He scored 92 games goals in one season. And then he's got second place for another season where he got 87. <laughs> That's fucked. It's just insane, dude. Including the playoffs, he's got 100 points in one season. Um fuck, most goals, he got 61 goals 50 games from the start of the season, which 61 was the total goals last year, Austin Matthews, right? That was the highest. Yeah. Um, most assists. Dude. His assists. He's got six assist records, but one of them, the most assists total, 
1,962 assists. And the second place has 1,100. And that's 19 seasons of Paul Coffey playing. He got 1,100 assists. There's no way anyone's yep. touching that assist record. Yeah, yeah, he's got his points are, oh. if, if these numbers are accurate, he's got almost over almost 1,000 points more than second place all time. He's got the most assists in one season. Take a guess. What do you think it is? Most assists in one season? In one season. So he's got 1,900 assists total. But one season, he had, he had a lot. 200? Oh, wow. Okay, you guessed high. It's He has 163 assists in one season. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. Including playoffs, 174 assists. Sorry, that's fucking nuts. Holy shit. That's unbelievable. Yeah, um, yeah it's it's mind-boggling. And you got to think, like, he was... Yep. It's not like he was playing before there were any other good players. Like, he, he played against a ton of, like, really good hockey players. Most points in one season, 215. That's his record. That's... There you go. That's just insane. Like... Can you imagine people nowadays trying to get to those levels? Just not not happening. Um, no. Yeah, the other I looked at the list of ninety nines. It was Wayne Gretzky was number one. There was a couple NFL players in the middle there. Um, had another MLB player, and then Aaron Judge was number f- number five. What I who I didn't see on the list was fucking Adam Banks, which is just a disappointment. Agreed. Really quick before we get off this, I just had to remind myself because I was certain, but I did just wanted to double check so I didn't look like an idiot. I think you probably already looked, but do you know what year Wayne Gretzky retired in? I'm going to say 99. He retired in the 98-99 season, so he <laughs> retired in 1999. I, I just very appropriate. I just took a guess because I knew he still played. He was playing for the Rangers or the, or the Blues then, so, right? Rangers. Rangers, yeah. I remember him playing in the Rangers in the late 90s. That was I just, So I just assumed because you brought it up that it had to be 99 <laughs> so That's real funny. real quick too he had four seasons where he scored over 200 points and and one one season he had 196 and another season he had 183 and then he had another one two three four five six seven eight nine ten ten other seasons where he scored over 120 points well, good for him. That's uh, that's why they call him the Fucking great one. Crazy. So yes, do I think Wayne Gretzky is the greatest ninety-nine of all time? A hundred percent, without a doubt. Yeah, there you go. The greatest and the the second greatest ninety-nine of all time, Ginger and the Beef, episode ninety-nine. <laughs> oh yeah, buddy. <laughs> I actually, and this is a lot. Those that know me well, this is a lot for me to say, but I would actually categorize Aaron Judge now as one of the greatest 99s because of the record that he broke. That's a tough, I mean, it's been, when did, what was it? 1961 that Roger Maris, was it Maris or Mantle? I always get the two confused. Roger Maris. It was 19 or 1961. So that record's been stood since 1961 minus steroids and cork bats. Minus. It's a big deal. Hmm. Yeah. Maris did it in, yeah. 1961 season. 61, 61 home, home runs, runs in 1961. And remained the record until broken in the 1988, or 1998. But again, that was, who, who was that, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa? Yeah, I don't remember. I, was, I but, wasn't really quite into baseball like I am now at that time, but I do remember when that happened. Um, but everybody, 
even from like the get-go like people were like yeah but eh. and same with barry bonds like barry bonds um was still playing when i was in like get, like really into baseball and i saw i saw the guy hit home runs yeah the guy could hit a ball like there's no denying it and he was a he's a big fucking dude he can hit a home run obviously i think he hit 75 home runs in one season but the fact that the guy juiced on the regs just kind of I, I just I don't like cheating, so I just don't agree that that's a valid record. I don't like cheating either, unless it's on my no what. Um, oh, what? oh, what? That's a that's a bad character move, Daryl. It was, and I was just totally joking. Yeah, I was just totally Obviously. kidding. Obs, obs. We don't believe in infidelity here, at Ginger and Beef. No, we believe in mutual agreement that it's going to happen if it ever happens. That's that's how we work. That's what? how we roll. <laughs> it's gonna happen if it ever happens. That makes no sense. No, no. I said we believe in mutual agreement if it's gonna happen. That's or that's what I meant to say. Maybe I fucked it up. I don't know. That's what. Well, I, you kind of did, but you kind of sucked at saying it. So just let's just black it out. Let's yeah. just bleep it out. <laughs> let's let's just forget. So wait, is the is the major league season over then as of today? Or I yeah, guess the are they played their. Well, the Blue Jay, I know, I think today is the final day because tomorrow or Friday baseball or playoff baseball starts. So, <clears throat> so the, as far as I know, everybody gets a day off. Today, the Blue Jays played a doubleheader because yesterday got rained out. Um, so, they played their final two games today and they won one and lost one. They won their last game, which is nice. But So, then um, so then yeah. this is locked in then? This is, it's uh, locked the fuck in. Okay, so let's, let's, we're here now. I got it right in front of me. I'm going to write this shit down. So... The Major League Baseball picture we got uh, in the um, let's see in the let's start with the American League. Let me just find a blank piece of paper here, Isaac. We're gonna write. Okay, we're, we're gonna make our predictions right now. I, I got one too. I, I, little do you know, I know absolutely nothing about baseball. I only see the seeds here, so I can see the standings, and that's about it. Because I, I just have the bracket in front of me. Mm-hmm. All right, I just need a blank sheet. I'm way ahead of you, my dog. All right. So we got in the uh, in the American League, we got number six versus number three. Now, I don't even know who C is. Is that Cincinnati? It's Tampa Bay versus someone. Cleveland. C. <laughs> it's the Cleveland. The Cleveland. Are they just called the Cleveland Baseballers now? No, they're called the Cleveland Guardians. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Who who do you got going on there? Cleveland. You got Cleveland. So yeah. Isaac is Cleveland, and Daryl is. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the three as well. The three, the three seed, and then they will. The winner of those two will be taking on the Yankees. Yes, so, sir. So do you? Who who do you got going on from there? The Yankees. Oh. The Yankees are moving on. I'm gonna say, yeah, the Yankees for sure. Well, are they are they? I'm no, assuming I wouldn't say for sure. Oh, it's not a for Yankees sure. Are, well, the Yankees are good, um, but they, I think that they're. It's gonna for them. It's gonna come down to whether or not they can get runs, and I think that they might have trouble against some pitching. And Cleveland is coming into the playoffs really, really hot. So if they continue that, I think they're going to beat Tampa, like I said. And then if they're still running high off that series, 
I think there's a very legitimate chance that they can knock off the Yankees, but I think that the Yankees are going to get it done. Okay. So they are, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe in the past, at least there was only one game playoffs, but is this first round in both of these three games? Is that how it works? It's best of three. Best of three. Okay. Yeah. So then, and then in the second round, so whenever, like, let's say Cleveland wins and they're playing the Yankees, is that a best of seven or is that a best of three again? It's best of three, best of five, best of seven, best of seven. Oh, okay. See, again, I don't know much about uh, about this baseball thing, but I'm learning. That's why I'm here. Yeah, that's that's why you're here. Okay, so let's keep going then. So we got, do you think uh, Toronto has what it takes to beat Seattle? I do, 100%. Yeah, I'm going for Toronto, and then I have a feeling Houston's going to beat Toronto. That's, that's what I I'm have saying. a feeling Toronto's going to beat Houston because Toronto has played well against Houston this year. So they won. I think they won four out of six against Houston this year. All right, so Isaac picking Toronto. So let's go to the other side here. Um, is this the Phillies? Phillies versus the Cardinals. Phillies versus the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, who do you got there? I got St. Louis. STL. I have no idea on that side, and I'm just just to be different. I'm going to say the Phillies. Okie dokie. Is that a silly? Are they not that good? Obviously, no, they're good. They made the they kinda, playoffs. They kind of squeaked into the playoffs this year, though. Oh, but they're good enough to make it. They are good enough to make it. So that yeah, they <clears throat> they squeak. Uh, I'm fine with a little squeaker, a little squeaking. Okay, let's go down. Oh wait, we got to pick who wins there. So they the winner of that game is going to play Atlanta. Who do you got there? Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going to say they're number two. I'm assuming, and you correct me if I'm wrong here. What are the stats? Like, when you look at, like, a lot of brackets, obviously, I know NHL brackets. I know um, the, what's it called? The fantasy or final, not final four, March Madness. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't really know that much about about baseball playoffs. Okay. Does seeding matter? So this- like does seeding usually yes. is it usually number one that or number two that makes it to the finals? Oh, like not no baseball. If a team gets hot, that, that they just win. Like it's okay. Baseball, there's quite often there's upsets in baseball for playoffs. But that's if thank you're talking you. like how do the that's that's the, the words I was looking like, for. Do you are you are you wondering like how the seeding works though? No, no. Because this year is actually different than last year. No, I, I have the actual, the, I have the bracket in front of me and it's not reseeded. They just, they That's actually not what just. I asked you, but. Oh, well, I know how it works. I know that the wildcard teams are wildcard just like they had to play into the wild to get in the wildcard position. Because it's only the, you... it's the number, the, the one and okay, two. Okay, so Daryl, ex- explain this to me then, if you know everything. I don't know everything. <laughs> The the Jays the Jays have the same record as as Cleveland, but Cleveland was a division champion. That's why they're number three. That's why Cleveland's number three and Toronto's a wild card. Yeah, because Toronto's in the division with the Yankees, and the Yankees won that division. Yeah, and Cleveland won their division. That's why they're the third seed in the divisions, not a wild card. Yeah, because there's three there's three divisions per league, in the National League yes. and the American League. Yeah, I knew that. I looked it up the other day. That's the only reason I knew that. 
tight. And then there's three there's three wild card teams that make it in from there, and they could be from any of the leagues. It's just depending on their records. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And then the head to head, or sorry, head to head. If there's a tiebreaker, it goes to the season record versus each other. So if Toronto tied Tampa for some reason in the wild card standings, and the one of them had to take third, and one of them was kicked out. Toronto would have been kicked out because Tampa had a better head-to-head record against Toronto this year. But if Toronto makes it and they play Houston and they tie, oh no, that won't tie. Never mind. That's a there's five games. There's no ties in playoffs. No, no, I get that. All right, so let's go to the last one here. We got uh, San Diego and the Mets. I'm going to pick the Mets. I would also pick the Mets over the over the uh, San Diego Padres. You know what? They were always I my them the Dodgers. They were always my team when I was younger. I did. I, <laughs> I knew not, I knew nothing about it. I just like the hat. I just like the SD. I, I thought remember, it looked good. I remember that hat. It just looked you know good. what SD also stands for? Suck dick. Suck dicks. Okay. Hey, I, we're on the same wavelength. I like it. Um, do you <laughs> think do you think the Dodgers are gonna beat the Mets or I'm 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 picking the Mets in the upset right there. I think the the Dodgers are going to beat the Mets. Okay. So you got LA. And then I think and then I think that Atlanta is gonna beat LA. So you got Atlanta in that final. Atlanta to the World Series. Yeah, I think Atlanta's going to the World Series as well because I don't. I picked the Mets, and I don't think there's any way the Mets are going to beat them. Are going to beat them. Um, so you have Houston, or sorry, you have Toronto versus Houston here. I have Toronto, Houston. Or sorry, pick Toronto. Yeah, you picked Toronto. Sorry, sorry, Toronto, New York. You have Toronto, Toronto, New York. Houston in in Toronto, Houston in the second round. And then I've got Toronto to the third round against the Yankees in the yeah. championship championship series. Toronto takes it. And then I think oh. Toronto Atlanta in the World Series. And I think Toronto takes it. Well, I got New York winning against because I have Houston and I think New York will beat Houston. And so I in the fi- my finals I have um New York versus Atlanta, and I think Atlanta's gonna win the World Series this year. And what do you got? Who, Who do you won think? the World Series last year, Daryl? Did they? Well, Who won the World Series last oh, year, Daryl. I have no idea. Was it? I don't know. Was it Tampa? It was the Atlanta Braves? Oh, that makes sense. There you go. It's the Braves. They haven't changed there their you name. Go. There you go. Who do you got? They do you think? Do you think Toronto or Atlanta is going to win? I already told you it's Toronto. Oh, Toronto's winning the World Series this year. Uh-huh. That would be so fucking cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. And I'm gonna go to and I'm gonna go to a World Series game in Toronto. No, you're not. How the fuck are you gonna get tickets? You they're gonna uh, they're gonna cost so much on, money. Bro, they're not on sale yet. No, I know so that. Settle. But when they do, um, they're gonna cost. When World a ton. Series tickets go on sale, I'm going to buy a World Series ticket because there's no chance in hell that I'm gonna miss out on a World Series game in Toronto when I ha- when I have the ability to go. It's, I'm not going to pass that up. I have to go. It's That would be like a life accomplishment for me is being able to see Toronto Blue Jays in the World Series in Toronto. It'd be next level. So it's going to happen, bro. Fair enough. I just don't yeah. – uh, it's just – that's a lot of fucking, you know, money 
And, well, and here's the thing, Daryl. I got fine. points to fly out there. It wouldn't be flights. It'd be I would be focusing all my finances on making sure that I got tickets to those games. Fair enough. So, and if it honestly, I'd be staying, I'd be staying with family. And that's in, true. In, yeah, I get that. The Toronto area. Would so you, I wouldn't be paying for. Would it be just you? I have. Would you be going with stop your family? Trying to interrupt me. No, no. I'm cutting you off. Talking. I'm cutting you off because is it just you or are you taking? I get family? to fly for free. I get to stay at my family's place so I can spend all my money on beer and tickets to the game. So you're not bringing your family. I get it. I would probably, I told the wife, I said, look, if that happens, you know that I have to go. And she goes, yep. So it'll probably, if if I'm able to bring somebody with me, of course I would. But I don't think I can bring the whole family. I don't think that would be feasible. Yeah, it makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. I get that. You can't, it's just. She gets it. She gets it. It's like, you know, it's the, it's one of those things, you know. It, it would One be one of those things that could never, if they do make the World Series this year, it might be the last year while I'm alive that they make the World Series. Like the last time they made the World Series was 1994, and I was six. You know what I mean? Sorry, 93, and I was five. So there's 94 uh, I'm just was saying, Vancouver in the Stanley Cup. Final. If they go with that kind of record, they're going to make it again while you're alive. Because you're not dying. Maybe. You're not dying. You know, in the next 20 years, we're going to be 86 year old, 84 year old dudes, fucking. Our widowers, because our wives are gone, and uh, and our kids don't want to hang out with us, so we're gonna get we're gonna go move to the retirement home together, and we're just gonna fucking plow, fucking you know, vaj. That's how we're gonna Bro, roll. That's that is like the most <laughs> bleak outlook on life. You know, our wives are gonna die, our kids are gonna hate us. We're gonna be in a retirement home, and we're gonna be chasing a hundred year old pussy. Sorry, sorry I should have. That's the worst idea ever. <laughs> should have been honest. Our kids are not gonna hate us. Um, and our wives are going to go in a nice, peaceful manner. <laughs> well, probably well after us, let's be honest. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, all right, I had one more thing I wanted to ask you about today, and I, this is just okay. one, one more little, little, little dinky little subject here. So earlier today, Dan, um, he's never talked about conspiracies before, so it's crazy that he mentioned one today. Never. Not once. But he, he mentioned a little, you know, there's there's – you know, the U.S. spent a bunch of money, and this is from a government website. They spent a bunch of money on some vaccines, or not vaccines, but for drugs that are good for people in case of, you know, nuclear war or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, with that said, I, I threw into the comments, and I was actually serious. I said, if it comes down to a nuclear holocaust, or is that the right word? A nuclear fucking, I don't know, uh, apocalypse. Sorry. If it comes down to a nuclear apocalypse, I am going to fucking just, and I mean this in with love and respect, and I would do this out of love and respect for my family, but I would just end it for all of us before shit got weird. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, I completely disagree with you. Do, do Would you? All right. So that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So if it was if it was that apocalypse... Is is there any apocalypse that you would do that for, or would you try to fight through all of them, through any? Oh, scenario? I'd fight to the I'd fight to death to the death, bro. Okay. See, you got to think about you got to think about my dude Josh Hartnett in uh, Forty Days and No, it's a different movie. <laughs> uh, 30, 30, thirty days, days and night. Thirty days and night is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. When his like buddy ends up like shooting his wife and his kid because he didn't want them to get attacked by the vampires. Yeah. Um. And he's just like, that was just an emotional scene, you know? And it just, you know, cemented the fact that, yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd go down fucking fighting my dude. 
Okay, fair enough. I I would go down in in a in a bunch of other scenarios, but nuclear one. Sorry to sorry to crumble your. No, no, it's not crumbling anything. See, I I I've been watching. I just watched uh, Rot Potter yesterday or last night, and I started Dot Potter today, uh, and I'll probably finish it after we're done here. Uh, that's ri- yeah. Rise and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and yeah. watching that, I'm going, yeah, fuck, like when you with the the first the intro to dawn of the planet of the apes it's like the five minute intro where it just shows what happened and how the virus spread and it went all over the earth and they were wearing masks and people were dying and i'm like oh fuck that reminds me of a couple years ago um except that didn't you know it didn't actually happen the way that it did in the movie um but it's it, it reminded me of that and i was just like oh shit if this was happening right now would I stick around? And I said, yes. And then Dan posed that question later. And I'm like, no. So nuclear, I'm out. Cause I don't want to live a life like, you know, the road or I don't want to live a life like, like, um, what's that? What's that one with Denzel Washington again? And he's uh, blind. Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh my God. Right. Yeah. What's it called? I do. Oh, dude. Why are you going to put me on the spot <laughs> like that? And now my brain hurts. <laughs> Um, Book of Eli. Book of Eli. Yeah. So I don't want to live. I don't want to be in that in those in those worlds. Or, but if it was like a, a water apocalypse, like Water World, I'm in. If it was a zombie apocalypse, I'm in. If it was like what, dude, are you like in what in what way? Why would you ever want to be in a zombie apocalypse, but not be in? But you're like tapped out on a fucking nuclear apocalypse. Because a nuclear apocalypse, you might not even be like you. The fallout could already have gone away and just killed off like the majority of the planet, and you're okay. You just have to learn how to survive in a world where like there's next to no people, and some people are savages and whatever. Whereas, like versus zombie apocalypse, where you're literally being chased by fucking humans that are trying to tear you apart, eat you while you're still alive. That is horrifying. <laughs> like, yeah, you could shoot some fucking zombies, but I'd rather shoot some people who are hungry and slow. <laughs> zombies might be slow. Okay, we're talking. Are we talking? If we're talking twenty eight days talking, later, zombies. Then that's yeah, one thing. Yeah, we're talking twenty. We're talking twenty eight days. Okay, because if it happens, that's how it happens. No, it's the fucking sprinters. We got a runner. It's it's if if the nuclear fallout came to my like if if I was in the in the direct. Not hit immediately, but like if it was coming at me and the radiation was coming towards me, and it was killing off everything, I fucking I'd be so shitty. And then we'd all get if you were in, and then we'd all get cancer. Enough, if you were close enough to be within it killing people, you would be killed as well because you wouldn't have time to get away. If you're in a close enough radius, like you, if you Google like nuclear nuclear rate blast radius and like you know, fallout radius, whatever, it's actually not as big as you might think. So if you're in a zone where it can kill you, like the actual nuke going off can kill you, um, you would be dead before you could react. So all right. You're looking at you're looking at uh just getting the F out of out of a out of a fallout zone and you have you have time or you should have time to be able to do that. Well then I need to reevaluate my entire life because I just uh I just apparently killed my entire family with uh with uh, what did I say? The sweet lullaby of carbon monoxide. Sick fuck. The uh, that's not a sick. The best, I'm quoting. The... I'm quoting fucking Thursday. I know. Oh, 
Okay. I know. No, I didn't know. Actually, I'm just bullshitting you. But no, but Daryl, that's this is why I like wor- uh, living where I live is because I have many ways to get out of my out of the t- out of town, get the fuck out of Dodge. I yeah. have many many routes to get the fuck out of Dodge. Um, but there's also so many routes for shit to get. I wouldn't at you. get all. I wouldn't get all clogged up in one of those fucking bullshit neighborhoods they make in in bigger cities and shit where they're all like a maze and you have like one inch one entrance and one exit no but if you're in like a like imagine like a place like the mat a kid mat and you mm-hmm. got you got like one road in or the ocean or the or- yeah well see that's the advantage of that for sure be and and that's an, that's a scenario where you would want to stay put because it is isolated and there is less yeah. there's no you know very little access egress but if if it were now where I live now, I'm way too close to a big ass city. There's no fucking way I'm staying here. No, no, no. We would get the fuck out of here. We'd leave a hundred percent. We'd yeah. go to some, I don't know. Uh, we, we already know where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to a little that's, town. That's for us to know. And you do not know. <laughs> no, that's, we're going to a little town and the guy doesn't know we're coming, but we're fucking coming to your place. But, um, I'm just saying, <laughs> whatever we'll, we'll bring goddamn right. We'll bring, we'll bring, uh, we'll bring something of substance to, make it worth our while we'll, our muscles and our brawn we'll bring we'll i'll bring uh i'll bring a textbook uh, there we go that's that's how we we earn our place in the in the end of the world you'll teach all the all the offspring of our new found colony yeah so i uh last week i we 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 made a promise not a promise but we made a statement that last saturday we were going to be doing our centurion getting ready for our final yes. our 100th episode Obviously, that didn't happen. Unfor- plans change. Plans change. Unforeseen circumstances. So it is our, what's the word? Intention. It's our, it, it, every single bit of our being are intending to have the Centurion episode drop next Friday. So Lord willing and the creek don't rise, it's going to happen over Thanksgiving. And we're going to, we're going to make this work for everyone. So I'm thankful for, for bringing the beers. <laughs> I'll bring the beers. I'll bring to be his. Yeah, and uh, and rest yeah. rest in peace or not rest in peace. Showdown is still much alive. Um, just uh, Bryce is moving on, and uh, that's why I had to go to a party last week, and it was an awesome time. So it was uh, yeah had to had to go. Had, Fucking a bubble. Had to see the eighty six crew, but uh, yeah, Bryce is he's kind of. Do you want to hear what he's doing? I don't know if I should say sure. it like totally because I know his brother's listening to this. Hi, Josh. Um, well then tell me after we get off the air. That's even better. That's private. That is privacy. Anyway, he's, he's, he sold it. That's public. <laughs> he put it on the internet. I'm not saying that. And, uh, and, uh, we wish him the best of luck. And, uh, I still haven't bought Isaac any showdown mer- merch. So, or even brought me any free <laughs> showdown merch that you constantly get. No, I paid for I it. I just want some, I just want some swag. He just, just want some swag. He wants some swag. So I'll, I'll try to find you something. We'll get, we'll work something out for your birthday. Or I can just pay like a happy, willing customer for a fucking showdown shirt. Well, they do have just a do website. You could just go there and buy something. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's uh, it's there. So this uh, this is our sponsorship. You get a type in code ginger beef. <laughs> All right, showdown merch. All right, what what's your code word for episode ninety nine, Isaac? Oh, buddy, um, cake eater. Fucking, <laughs> that's so good. I love You're it. Welcome. I love it. I just watched that one with Marsh. He loved episode or uh, number two. Sorry, I watched the second one. <laughs> episode two. Episode two of of, of uh, the Mighty Ducks. 
dude, Marshall was like, afterwards, he's like, I'm going to be able to do the knuckle puck. I'm like, fuck yeah, kid just loves this shit. And just don't devastate him by telling him it's the stupidest (laughs) shot in the entire movie series. And it will not work. No, I'm not going to, but he got so excited because he's six. Oh, 100%. And it's the Mighty Ducks. I I, I was the same way when I watched Mighty Ducks, uh, D2, the Mighty Ducks the first time. I was like, holy shit. And everybody was doing it in hockey. Like when I would go to hockey after that, we would all like tip the puck up and we thought it was awesome. Did it, and our coaches were like, stop doing that. Did it, does it do anything different to the puck? It, no, it just flies everywhere. Okay. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't, there's no, so, you know, I mean, you can get it on net, but it's just, I don't know. So 60% of the time thing. it works every time. Also, it, it takes you an extra three seconds to get the puck up on the stick like that in a, in a, you know, stationary position to do a slap shot in the, like it does in the movie. So at that point, you'd have somebody just poking the, the, the puck away from your stick. The fucking. But either way, I'm not trying to shatter. Oh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shatter it right now. The fucking worst part of that whole movie is the like. There's a lot of shitty shitty parts that are not possible. But when Russ Tyler fucking is wearing the Goldberg jersey, and then yeah. just fucking like is able to skate up the entire ice, and then takes his helmet off. So we know who it is, and then gets a normal stick from the bench, and then gets there well, past the blue not the line, bench, but yeah, or wherever he gets it. But he gets past the blue line, and then is able to do it without Iceland noticing before that point. It's yeah. just like, oh, that's fucking dumb. But the the actual dumbest that's that's the second dumbest. The dumbest part is that Canada didn't even make it to the finals. And Canada agreed. It should have been. It should have been Canada. No, like there's never been an Iceland hockey team that's ever done anything in any sort of tournament ever. I think. No, but anyways, and they, I was gonna say. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, and they specifically have a, a headline that says "U.S. beats Team Canada," and I'm like, "Fuck, typical. Fuck you guys." Yeah, I think uh, I actually re- somewhat recently learned this. I never picked up on it when I was watching it, and I'm, and I might open your eyes to this one too, but. Um, do you remember the scene where Luis Mendoza is on that breakaway and then he suddenly, he finally stops and they're like, he's like, I stopped. And then Gordon Bombay is like, put it in Luis. And he puts it in the goal and scores. Yeah. He fucking crop dusted that goalie with, with the snow. Yeah. So in that scene, if you go to YouTube, you can watch it. But in that scene, there's like a, obviously there's a, there's a double because the person, the, the wide angle he's skating like full speed and the actor probably doesn't know how to skate that good. So in the wide angle, I can't remember which handedness it is, but in the wide angle, he's one, he's like left-handed. And then in the close up, you can tell the actor where he's like skating in spot in, uh, you know, in one spot probably, or on like a, whatever the fuck he's the other hand. And then it goes back to the wide angle and he's the other hand again. And then it goes back to him in front of the net and he's the other hand again. It's like, Holy fuck. Uh, I don't know how I didn't notice that. Yeah. I, I didn't obviously didn't know that one. That's that's news to me. Or maybe you mentioned it once. It's kind of vague, but I don't. I yeah. There's there's little nitpicks like that. The biggest my my thing that, <laughs> little nitpicks. That's a that's giant a, gap if you actually know hockey. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. You're right. Um, but I love there's there's two things that I thought was lame and I knew was coming because I've seen it lots, and that I thought. And then we're gonna wrap it yeah, up because we already gave the code. I know, I know, but this is important. It's the Mighty Ducks, so. Uh, Banksy, Banksy. No, it's it, this is number ninety nine, right? This is Fred and Banks that were saying these two things. Number one is Jan instead of Hans, and he's like, "Where's your brother? Oh, he had to go to the old country." 
I thought that they, I knew it was his brother, and I, but I didn't know that he said, oh, he had to go back to the old country. I'm, gl- I, I'm glad they actually tied that one up with a pretty bow. Um, sorry, there's three. The second one then is Charlie's mom. I'm like, I'm like, oh fuck, he did what? He just dated Charlie's mom, and then it didn't work out, and that's it. But they actually call it. He's like, oh, your mom got married. I'm like, oh shit, they actually talked about that. Sweet, I didn't realize that. And then the other one was when they changed their jerseys in the final game. The announcer actually says, because I'm like, you can't do that. And then the announcer's like, turns out there's no rule against changing your jersey halfway through a game. I'm like, <laughs> all right. I think they, they, they covered their ass on that one. So yeah. anyway, that's it. Yeah. Wicked. Shout out to Mighty Ducks. Shout out to Adam Banks. All right. Shout out to Aaron Judge. Shout out to Wayne Gretzky. And uh, shout out to you for making it 99 episodes, Isaac. There we go, buddy. And, you, and to you, sir. Well, thank you. All right. That's enough of us. Okay. My lonely self will understand.